Welcome once again. I hope you are all well. It's late evening. But it's such an important subject I would like to talk to you about. Once again, in all those episodes on the relationship, those subjects are appearing and have been appeared for a while because this is all connected. But I'm picking up on the most important Due to the observation, reflection, but also circumstances and things happening around me and us all the time, which I think are important to talk to. Because I see every day the tragedy in people's life, which possibly could be avoided if people wouldn't be so stubborn and living in the ego and would try to understand certain things but people are so stuck i in one of my posts i said about that we people have a very funny relationship with the truth that relationship with the truth starts from how honest we can be with ourselves how truthful life we can live how vulnerable we allowed ourselves to be. What the happiness really means to us. Is it truly as important? And we wish and dream about happiness, but then we settle and we suffer. And from, from suffering comes this longing, which is never going to happen, it's just like wishful thinking. Because we think that the words going to just turn into actions. No, they don't. There's the words and that something will happen, we have to take actions. Even if it comes to healing or to achieving or to actually being happy. The end of the day, it all comes to us. Nobody can do it for us. Nobody can make that work for us to actually take that step and take that first step and acknowledge that we need healing. And we need to do the shadow work. And believe me, I know it sucks. But the reward which awaits for you on the other side. And when you actually make that first step on that journey and make that decision and keep moving forward, you will see how everything changes around you, how you change. 
But no, we are still so oblivious to the truth. We live in our ego. We are thinking that we are stuck. We let our mind to overcome our heart and our soul. And this is all deeply rooted in everything we've been through from the childhood and adulthood until the moment when we meet someone or something is happening which is a trigger to make us pause. But because we pause, it doesn't mean that all of us will actually take an action. Because nothing is going to happen without taking action, taking actual steps to make that change. And codependency is a huge, huge part of this issue. Because if we are codependent, and let's be honest, unfortunately, not everyone, but 75 to 80% of codependent people cannot be trusted because they don't trust themselves. If they don't trust their own intuition, their own feelings, how we can trust them? If they cannot act from the place of love, but instead of they act from the place of fear, how they can be trusted? Codependency is a huge issue. Not only on a level of intimate, private relationship, if it's romantic relationship or if it's friendship, but also we can see and observe it in the world around us. We have given so much power to the outside sources to be codependent on them, on their opinion, on what has been portrayed to us and bring to us that we've completely forgotten and we are not willing to reflect because we're being distracted and this is all happening for a reason. Let's go back to relationships. To relationship with ourselves and with others. Codependency is when we sacrifice our own needs, feelings, emotions, on either physical, emotional level, for others. We are people pleasers. We are afraid to express how we truly feel, for whatever reason. For me, the most surprising is how people are afraid to confront the reality, thinking that if they do, and believe me, this is, I'm speaking about facts from my own observation in my private life. They really think that if they're gonna do certain things which will allow them to, for the first time, maybe in a long time, stand up for themselves and speak their truth and how they truly feel and what they truly want and need in their life, the catastrophe is going to happen. Something really like 
tragic is going to happen, like something which unforeseen, something which they cannot predict. At the end of the day, nothing is going to happen. What's going to happen, the circumstances are going to change. Yeah, there will be upheaval, there will be arguments, there will be many people who are not happy with your decisions, but it's not really your problem. You are here to be happy. You're not here to make any other people happy. And if you want to be truly happy, you need to be happy yourself. You need to know yourself. You need to understand yourself and you need to love yourself first. For many of us, the lockdowns, the COVID was the time when we were forced to pause, to stop. But it's for those who had this need for questioning everything, being curious, knowing better, diving deep, asking those uncomfortable questions and or questions which will help us to move forward when we've recognized that there was a pattern of unhealthy circumstances or events in their life, including relationships. I cannot forget about mentioning codependency and narcissistic abuse as a survivor and now thriving after being a victim of narcissistic abuse. But I'm not a victim anymore and I will not allow anybody to keep me in the victim state or mentality. That is for another episode. But codependency and narcissistic abuse go hand in hand. Very often children who live in their dysfunctional homes and it does not come for only parents who are not well educated or living in a poverty. Dysfunctional families and homes happens in any social surroundings. If the parents are narcissistic or have a highly narcissistic traits, the children have a high chance of forming codependent relationships in adulthood. If there was no acknowledgement that something has been wrong and open conversation about it, and everybody was able to express their feelings clearly without being afraid, and the things haven't been swept under the carpet, then the child has got a chance, even if it's going to form codependent relationships in adulthood in the beginning, to awaken at some point and say, well, something is very wrong here. And have actually acknowledgement and call their parents out that, no, I'm not going to shush when I know that something is very wrong here. It is critical to recognize in yourself the trace of codependency and understand when you were abused as a child or you were a witness of abuse because your parents had an unhealthy relationship. And it doesn't mean that unhealthy relationship doesn't mean that there was like a very violent or physical abuse. Sometimes abuse is very silent and it's cover, and when it's cover, it's the worst. 
or try to be covered by materialistic things, for example, to portray ourselves to the or our families to the outside world as well functioning and healthy, when inside, behind closed doors, it's a nightmare. So that's the first step. If you recognize yourself or you recognize that you've been living in an unhealthy family dynamic, it's the first step to your healing. We have to also remember that most of the narcissists, so people who have narcissistic personality disorder, and we have to distinguish people with NPD, so narcissistic personality disorder, which is severe mental illness, and the people with highly narcissistic traits, but they're both also experience codependency due to the attention they are getting from the relationship. For narcissists or people with the highly narcissistic traits, it doesn't matter is it good or bad attention. It's all about attention, it's all about them. But it doesn't mean that they are not codependent as well. They are due to the attention. And since both those conditions are rooted in an unhealthy reliance on other people, they very often overlap itself. I think I said that few times already in different episodes on relationships. That Narcissist are not poor, they are made. It's not a matter of nature, it's a matter of nurture. We need to be able to establish those things to understand, to educate ourselves, to do not be afraid to look in a mirror and and say something is wrong here, something is wrong with me. We can heal ourselves, we can overcome those patterns, we can break those chains of family dynamic which was going for the years, sometimes generations. We can break the pattern of codependent relationship. Instead of denying your own needs, prioritize self-care. Instead of compulsively trying to fix or take care of others, let others make their own choices and take responsibility and accountability for their actions. Instead of seeking approval from others, value yourself. Trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust your feelings. Instead of judging and criticizing yourself, practice self-compassion. Instead of being a people pleaser, develop a strong sense of self. Of knowing where you're rooted, where you're coming from. Again, trusting your intuition, trusting your emotions and feelings, how the other people make us feel 
I've said that before. It's not what people say or even do. And it's not how we feel about them. We can love them, but how they make us feel. If somebody tells you that they love you, but their actions do not go together with their words, this is not true. We need to acknowledge those things as hard as it is. We need to also understand the difference between karmic soul connections and divine soul connections. They are both very, very strong. They're going to hit you and, and the connection is so strong that even if you try to disconnect, it's nearly impossible. But it's your job to recognize, is it karmic or is it divine? Divine connections will be like every other healthy connection, just stronger. It's a soul recognition on a higher level of consciousness. When two people recognize their soul and they know that they are meant to be together in this lifetime. And if there's obstacles, they'll deal with it to be together. And they don't gaslight, they don't manipulate, they don't lie. They are being honest with themselves and others. And there is a karmic soul connections which are as strong as divine. But they are here to test you, to teach you a lesson. To bring the past karmic lessons and experiences from the past lifetimes you had together and relive them. The question is, as I always mention, we have a free will. Do I want to do it if I've already been there? You don't have to. This is a test usually for you. Have you learned your lesson or you haven't? You don't have to. You're not inclined to go in any kind, even if it's a soul connection relationship, which is not serving your higher purpose. And if you've already moved to the higher level of consciousness, you don't need to take those karmic partners on because you think you have to learn the lesson. No, you don't. You've already learned. And by saying no, that shows that you actually did. Because you can recognize it. There is difference as well between soul, deep soul connection and love and the emotional attachment or trauma bond. Trauma bond is very often created within families. Not only romantic, but remember that from the marriage and romantic relationship, there are usually the children. There is also an extended family, which is the siblings, parents. And that all creates the trauma bond. People are bound by the trauma they experience together. And they use it as excuses to keep other people trapped or stuck. And if we are codependent, we very easily give into this trauma bond. We mistaken love with lust or also so deep, so connection with emotional attachment.
because we are codependent. We are making other person responsible for our happiness, so we overgive. So we think that we have to give more than we should to be able to keep that person. Because we, we, we don't love ourselves, we don't value ourselves, we settle. We've been hurt, we've been disrespected, but we still keep being in this relationship because we are so afraid to be alone, or we make other person responsible for our happiness. If that person does not fulfill our needs and wants, then we think, well, I'm waiting for you to fulfill my needs and wants, and if you don't, then I'm looking for another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. There's a void in those people's heart which nobody else can fulfill. It's a void of lack of self-love and self-respect and self-value and trusting yourself and trusting your intuition and knowing and being able to be on your own and being happy on your own. And it doesn't mean that I said that in the very beginning of this podcast that we are not meant to be alone. But does that mean that we have to settle for being in a karmic and unhealthy and toxic relationship just to not to be alone? No. And if we have to be alone for some time, it's okay. That moment when we are alone brings clarity to us, brings healing, gives us time to work on ourselves, to heal ourselves, to have that time to pause or to create something beautiful, or to help others, or to just rest and rejuvenate. I'm asking you to reflect on this subject, to do not be afraid, to stand up for yourself, to love yourself. Emotional independence, even if you are in a healthy relationship, that's what's going to guarantee you the healthy and happy relationship. Because I said that again, I'm going to repeat myself before as well. Not only me, that longevity doesn't mean happiness. People are be, can be in a long relationship. It doesn't mean that the relationship is happy. There is difference between longevity and actually successful and happy relationship. Please do yourself a favor and remember that getting into a relationship is not about loving other person, but loving myself and being able to share the happiness I feel within me with others. That's when you can create this amazing, beautiful bond with other people. Of course, I'm a believer, as you know, and I'm, I've also got my podcast on spirituality. When you believe in God, things are much easier. Especially when you are at that stage of surrounding to the divine, to trusting, to 
knowing. When you are a person of faith and you truly surrounded and trust the divine, the God, the Father, and you have that beautiful relationship with him, you're never alone. And don't get me wrong, I've been alone or on my own for quite a while. There is always a, let's say, man of interest. As long as the man is not of value and does not align with my principles and he cannot offer me because it's not about what he offers. But what I'm asking myself is what he offers worthy of me? Should I just settle? These emotionally or physically are unavailable. If he cannot give me a true love and true fulfillment, and being there for me, and I know that he's healed and healthy and he can be on his own and happy when we meet, he's gonna bring the disaster to my life. And I'm not going back there, I've been there. I've healed, I've learned, I passed that stage. And it's not about having too high expectations, about knowing exactly what you want and what you don't want in your life, what you accept, what you don't accept in your, in your life. Have you learned the lessons? Have you actually sit down with yourself and pause and think about it? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? And you need to fulfill all these voids in your heart by yourself before you're gonna be able to create beautiful, long-lasting, happy, truly happy, trustworthy, wonderful relationship when two people can grow. Most of the people is afraid of doing the shadow work and believe me, it sucks and healing. But like I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, when you start, when you're gonna take that first step, every day it's gonna get easier. And you're going to see the rewards sooner than later. And please, if you are unhealthy, wounded person who's not willing to work the work, don't come towards healthy people, especially if they've been through the stuff before. Don't test them or challenge them. And if you do, be ready for a response which you don't want to hear and you don't expect. So being rejected, the answer is no. No to the past, no to the people who've already been in your life. And if you are a val person of value and you love with all your heart and you give yourself fully to the people, and it's not about material things. It's about if you give your trust, respect, love, loyalty to the other person and they treat it as a rubbish, not just one of many, or it's an option, they're not worthy of you. Because you would never do that to them. I'm going to leave you with this reflection. And please practice self-love and self-care and self-worth every day. And if you need healing, if you've been through a lot, give yourself time to heal. Don't be afraid to be alone. 
And then when you do, you're going to attract, not chase, but attract the right person for yourself. Give it a time. Be patient. I'm sending you lots of love. It was Anita Stevens at Be A Compromise. Good night. God bless. Ciao.